Roll them doobies nice and tight. Engage your hyperdrive. What really does happen to your hunter pants and socks and pants? Where's all the UFOs. What's up with that? Do you think dogs can look up? What the hell's out there? I'm just trying to figure that stuff out. I'm not ready. This is William Waffle. Oh, shit. He did it to himself, everybody. <coughs> Wait, I, got, I know what I need. <coughs> and one. What <coughs> <up>? <coughs> <coughs> all right, all right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. <coughs> now you're ready. Welcome to the Omniology Project, everybody. Hi, how are we doing today? Round yeah. of applause for you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for... Uh, for asking these asking the questions, man. Thank you, Bill, for asking the questions. Well, that's why we're here, so we can learn and understand different things a little better, mm-hmm. and explore some of these uh, some of these topics uh, that are that are intriguing to us. Yes, they they, they elude our knowledge, so mm-hmm. so we do our best to inform ourselves and y'all. And we're here to say, what's the deal? What up? What's up? What's the deal? What's the, I mean, what is like, that? What is this? What's the deal? I mean, What's going on? Does Book Fair even exist? Yeah. <laughs> I thought of that too. <coughs> oh, man. I feel good. Dad, you feel good? Feel good. Good. Feel great. I'm super hot. Good, good. Because I'm going to light this fucking blunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I put a lot of oil in it. Okay. I got a light out. Yeah, I need that. Um, <coughs> first of all, I want to say uh, once again, thank you for everyone tuning in. Uh, we, we've been doing a lot of growing lately on the network, the natural habitat podcast network. Um, we're about to launch new pages for everything. (coughs) So I think this episode is going to be on the official Omniology project, YouTube and Facebook page. Dang. So that way the videos will be on there. They'll have their own home on there. And then I'm also making an Omniology Clips YouTube page, which will have little pieces. So we're breaking it all up into different channels instead of putting everything on the one channel. Word. So I was... Uh, <coughs> less clutter, more content. More butter. Butter's delicious. Oh, there we go. Uh-huh. Less, less clutter, clutter, more butter. More butter. Mother fodder. Just because motherfucker is like, that's that's harsh, you know. I don't know. I'm a motherfucker. Yeah, true. So, <coughs> uh, <coughs> fuck. All right. Uh, <coughs> so I was gonna say I went through this old. I'm making like a video that's like a compilation of clips throughout the years. Word. And the first video starts of me back in my old room, my apartment. Yeah. Uh, studio area that I had. I remember that. And then does a bunch of smash cuts into the studio, all the different angles and different lighting things that we had all the way up to what we are now. That's pretty dank. So right now it looks great compared to how it did, and it's going to look even better in a year. So I don't know, dude. The old studio wasn't too bad itself. No, I had a good vibe. Yeah, we had the, we ha- I had that red chair. Yeah. It, we, we like the desk worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we had some of the artwork. I don't know. I don't know if you guys can see it, but some of the artwork that's up in the studio here is is from the original room studio that he had, mm-hmm. and it it's good to see it not just 
be something new that they have here, but to see the studio that we've been working in for so long develop into something so beautiful. Yeah. It's like an extension of of what we all had independently became this group effort, which is Rogue Media 805, and it's cool to see it all come together. It really is. So, uh, you know, just it's cool to it's cool to be here and experience the growth and have like this thing. You know what I mean? The omniology shows have been going great. It's this whole new <laughs> It's this whole new avenue of shit that uh that we can like, you know, go and uh research and <laughs> study and talk about and explore and all the shit and it's like uh it's fun. I guess I'm trying to say I love you, dude. I guess I'm just trying to say I love Aww. you. I love That's you too, good. dude. It's good to be back. It's good to be back shit. sitting here with you and actually, I mean, we, this might've been discussed <laughs> at some point, but we've been doing the podcast on and off even when I was away mm-hmm. and to sit down and actually smoke with you, mm-hmm. like pass the blunt back and forth. It's a good feeling of camaraderie and friendship and familiarity yeah. and a it's, lot. It's a, good. A surprising amount of these clips when I was going through, you were on the screen, your little face on the screen. Yeah. So <laughs> we used to just have you on the screen. Right well, here. it's been, you know, the transfer from your home studio to your new studio happened while I was in Portland. Yeah. So a lot of stuff changed here. And I even had multiple phases of a studio up at my house. Mm-hmm. I had like this weird in a corner of the bedroom one. And then I finally got my office set up and had like my legitimate studio set up, which was nice. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was able to come back into it on a more regular basis. So what are we talking about today? <coughs> you? <coughs> F? Me? F me? O's. Oh. Oh. UFOs. UFOs, my guy. <coughs> what is, what's the new thing that the government calls them? They're called like uh, AFVs or something like that? <coughs> I don't know what that is. Uh... <coughs> Damn, this blunt's, this blunt's loud. Yeah, it is. Uh, so UAPs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. That's what the government's calling them. Now, the government is calling them that on the basis alone that they don't really want to admit. I don't know why the fuck I'm looking all the way over here while I'm talking. Yeah, look over here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the government is using that term because they don't want to admit that it's some kind of mechanical instrument that either an extraterrestrial or another country is in possession of. Yeah, that we don't have. Yeah, they're calling it, who's magic? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, no, that's that's the Russians, and they've been trying this for 30 years. They're not going to come out and tell us if that's what the fuck it is. Yeah. And that's the disappointing part about this. So they're using a phenomenon instead of object. Yeah. It's not an object in the sky. There's some sort of phenomenon some sort of weird uh, glitch in the camera or something like that. Yeah, it's like the northern lights or a gas bubble or a weather balloon. So, mm. interestingly enough, um, quick quick side note, Area 51 is the site that most people believe the Roswell crash was taken to. Now, if you've done your actual research into the whole incident and <coughs> know the details of it, before it was taken to Area 51, it made a quick pit stop in California at Vandenberg Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's 
the West Coast's launch site, essentially, for rockets and all, like, space activity. Yeah. Um, so we are driving, me and my family are driving down in that area yesterday. We took the one down by it. And I was explaining to my son, my 11-year-old son, what Area 51 was, what the Roswell incident was, you know, all this stuff. And it was a real interesting <coughs> conversation to have with someone who has no idea yeah. about any of to, it. To, like, lay it all out for him for the first time. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah, and I looked at him, and I'm all like, do you believe in aliens, man? And he's all like, and I'm like, they real, dog. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I think that from from a scientific standpoint to think about, you know, in the 90s, we thought that there was nine planets in the whole universe and that they were all around our sun. Yeah. And that was it. And then we found out super recently that every star in the sky is a sun that has its own planetary system. A lot of those planets are in the Goldilocks zone and could produce life of some sort. So just for the all the stuff that we've discovered in the past, you know, 20, 30 years. And to say that we're the only planet that has some sort of form of life, intelligent life is (coughs) is insane for us to say that. That's like super uh, like conceited and. (laughs) <laughs> self-centered <laughs> we're the center of the universe we're the only ones that are special and that comes from like a god like an old religious thing we right were made and put here yeah exactly so obviously Re- if you think of science and odds there's some sort of intelligent species out there regardless we digress that is for down the road i believe um ufos mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they've been huge throughout the entirety of human civilization. Objects, unknown flying objects, that's the best, best term I can use for what I'm describing in this time period, have shown up in hieroglyphs, yeah. in carvings, in old oil paintings from like Roman times. Things in the sky flying around have always been around. Yeah. And... You need to think of how does somebody from the fucking, like, bubonic plague era, (coughs) right? I don't know what time century that is. I'm having a brain fart. But they look up in the sky and see a a UFO, right? Like, clearly a ship flying across the sky. Now, are they going to say, I saw aliens? Or are they going to say that they had an encounter with God? Mm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, if you're... If you're like a less civilized, uh, you know, uh, community, or if there is a high level of religion, then that will be told as a story of like this, like supreme being that you saw. But I think a lot of it also has to do with just regular, <laughs> regular things that happen. Bless, you. bless, you. bless, you. bless. You. <coughs> regular <coughs> phenomenon that happens in the sky. You know, you, you got meteors that'll come in and all of a sudden there's a big flash in the sky. Yeah. And you have, uh, you know, the northern lights. A flash and a tail. And I mean, if you're if you're anywhere remotely close to where it lands, what the fuck do you take away from a large, burning, smoldering rock 
that had fallen from the heavens. Like, how do you look at that? Yeah, chariots of fire coming from the yeah, heavens. You fucking yeah. run away from that kind uh-huh. of shit. Yeah. So and you know, there's a there's like comets that come through our solar system with like every so many thousands of years. Yep. Back then, people didn't know about them. So when it came, that was the first time that you had seen it. You had maybe heard like folklore of it from generations ago and you see it you don't know how to explain it it becomes this this ufo this alien this visitor from another realm but it's just haley's comet that comes through right now we have this issue (coughs) where we start the, the 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 first known sighting of a ufo is what is this 28 bc oh 1440 BC. Yeah. Okay. Let's go down to a more recent time where we have people like where an individual can read and write. Okay. You know, a common man can read and write. So we're looking at like 1800s? Probably. So, I mean, just to go over that real quick, the first one was in 1440 BC in Egypt. Egypt. And there was reported fiery disks in the sky. So, so, so with this case specifically, it was either written down by somebody or written in hieroglyphs somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we have a form of translation of it, but we don't have someone's straight word. Yeah. Hey, I saw a fucking <coughs> UFO. So here's one of the first ones in 1803. Okay. Uh, it is called uh, Boon. Utsuro Boon in, in Japan. Okay. I'm definitely not saying that right. The Eastern Shore, Japan. Uh, February 22nd, 1803. Local fishermen reportedly saw a vessel drifting in close by waters. They say when they investigated it, a beautiful young woman they described as having red and white hair and dressed in strange clothes appeared. The fishermen claimed she held a square box that no one was allowed to touch, and she spoke to them in a language they had never heard. Some UFO believers believe this story was a credible document of a close encounter of a third kind. Uh, so that is one of the first, because, yeah, all this other stuff is written down or carved in wood. This is one of the first guys that said, hey, I interacted with this weird, seems more like a mermaid to me. It does seem like a mermaid because they're out in the water. And we have, you know, still, that's an unidentified floating object. Floating object. <laughs> I like still that. a UFO. I like that. Still a UFO. All right. Uh, now we got an astronomer. Yeah, here's one in Mexico, 1883. An astronomer reported that he saw more than 300 dark, unidentified objects crossing the sun while observing sunspot activity at an observatory. Interesting. Now, that could have been meteors. Could have been an assortment of different things. Okay, so this says that he was able to take photographs. Oh. And it was subsequently determined that the objects were high-flying geese. Let's see if we can find these pictures. High-flying geese. Wah, wah. Right, that's a geese noise. Wah. Observation. Observational geese. Boom. Okay, here we go. Go to images. Image that up. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. a lot of people. Uh, vanilla vanilla vanilla. observation. There we go. That's a geese, huh? That's a high flying geese. That sure as fuck ain't no goose. So, I gandered a many a geese in my day. So over three hundred of these bad boys were fucking flying across the sun. That's pretty crazy. And they were like, don't even trip, dog. It's geese. The sure as fuck ain't no geese. Yeah, it seems it's like still loading. Let's see if we could open it up in another tab. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's all we're going to get. I mean, this picture was taken in 1883 or whatever. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I'm all looking for an HD version. <laughs> I'm like, let me get in there. That ain't going to happen, dog. No. But, uh, okay, so that's interesting. That's probably one of the first instances of photographic evidence of UFOs. Right. Which was determined to be geese, but I don't know, by who? Yeah, geese? By like a fucking goose expert? Yeah, oh, who no, those you? are just geese. They fly 5,000 miles above the sky. Yeah, who the fuck are you, dude? Fucked hard. I Th- those, like... those, are, those are sky geese. Yeah, I think whoever said that is working for big geese. Okay. Which then, is... Then we have like 19, 1896 to 1897... Mystery airships? Yeah. In the United States, numerous reports of UFO sightings and attempted abductions took place around the United States in a two-year period. How about this Aurora, Texas UFO incident? Okay. A tale of a UFO crash in 1897 and a burial of its alien pilot in the local cemetery was sent to newspapers in Dallas and Fort Worth. Well, we need to look into that. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. The Aurora, Texas UFO incident. Uh, reportedly occurred in April 17th, 1897. UFO crash on a farm near Aurora, Texas. Uh, similar to the Roswell UFO incident 50 years later. Okay. There was a fatality in the pilot. The pilot was not of this world, and he was buried in the Aurora Cemetery. A stone was placed as a marker for the grave, but has since been removed. Well, that's kind of booty. Yeah, let's see. Different investigative reports have happened. So, in 1980, Time Magazine interview with Etta Purgis, an 86-year-old Aurora resident, claimed that Hayden had fabricated the entire story, saying that he wrote it as a joke to bring interest to Aurora. The railroad bypassed us, and the town was dying. Oh, well, that sounds a little booty. Yeah, but but it sounds legit. It sounds like that is probably what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, they fucking, a UFO crashed there, and they buried him in the cemetery. Yeah, that don't sound right at all. And then wrote to tell everyone about it? I don't think so. Fart noise. <clears throat> so now we're going to come into the 20th century. What I do have. Oh, what do we got here? In 1639, it's yeah. the first UFO sighting in America that was documented. Okay. So this is uh, John Winthrop. 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 Uh, he wrote in his diary. They were uh, trying to make it was the Puritans. He was here, part of the Puritans, trying to make a new life in the new world. And he wrote 
Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Uh, they saw a great light in the night sky. When it stood still, it flamed up and was about three yards square. When it ran, it was contracted into the figure of a swine. It ran as swift as an arrow. Darting back and forth between them and the village of Charlestown. The distance of approximately two miles. Diverse other credible persons saw the same light after about the same place. Hmm. So this is uh, some sort of noble Puritan guy. Yeah. Had credible people that also saw it. Wrote it in his diary. It was one of those things where he was like, hey, I saw a crazy thing. I don't think I want to tell anybody about it. Right. He didn't go to his newspaper. He didn't go to anybody about it. He wrote it in his diary. Yeah. And so, that's that's an extremely like credible thing when you're looking at stuff like this because that's something somebody doesn't want to tell people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in 16, whatever it was, 1639, it's like imagine seeing a light doing the classic thing that, that we have video of UFOs doing, doing the zigzag pattern, moving right in ways that don't make sense with physics. They trip you the fuck out. Yeah. Weird propulsion system. In the 1600s, that shit in the sky, that's crazy. Yeah. No wonder that guy didn't want to tell anybody. Right. So, now moving into the 1900s. The 20th century gives us a plethora of different sightings. Mm-hmm. Mysterious airships in New Zealand. Foo Fighters. The World War II theater. Well, what about the miracle of the sun in Portugal? 1917, thousands of people observed the sun gyrate and descend. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let, let's let's go back up a little bit. <laughs> okay, we let, let's hit one of the more notable sightings of UFOs that we know as Americans. Okay. Are you thinking? Yeah, I was thinking a little. And that would be the battle for Los Angeles. Okay. Now, there's actual footage of this. Um, it was uh, late in the sky uh, over L.A. one night, over the ocean, I believe. And there were approaching UFOs, more than one, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And somebody on the coast, military-wise, shit a, shit a brick and said that they're coming to attack us. So they opened fire. And there's, I don't know, I I don't know, it's been so long since I've seen the video or even, like, have talked about this. So, I I know they made a movie about it. That's movie clip. I don't want the movie clip. Yeah, I want the, this is all movie clip stuff. Yeah. I want the actual footage. Hmm. I guess this might give us some of it. I think it's just Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Brief History of... Shh, sir. Yeah, 
So, the, so it may not have video, but like... Los Angeles, shortly after the USA's entrance into the Second World War. And not to be confused yeah. with the 2011 Asylum Studios action movie... That's what Japanese was going on as we were just out of war or just Japanese entering a war when they came up. And just one day after the bombardment of... Three months after the Japanese... So it's three months Pearl after Harbor, Pearl Harbor. And just one day after the bombardment of... <coughs> Understandably, the U.S. defense forces were on high alert as fears of a Japanese invasion of the West Coast increased. In the evening of the 24th of February, air... Man, look at that shit. That's not a fucking joke, dude. Like, they ready to, like, light something up. Mm-hmm. ...sirens started to sound all across L.A. County, and a subsequent blackout was ordered for the night. In the early hours of the 25th, at 3.16am, 50 cal machine guns and 12.8 pound anti-aircraft guns started to fire from the 37th Coast Artillery Brigade at suspected Japanese aircraft. By 4.14am, around 1,400 shells had been fired into the night sky when the all-clear was ordered. As a result of the shelling, several buildings have been damaged and several reported casualties have been attributed to the action. Some from a number of car crashes and others from a number of reported heart attacks. Presumably from the stress of an hour-long bombardment in the early hours of the morning. Even though the 37th had been firing at the sky for around an hour, no evidence of any enemy aircraft materialised. A mystery, you might say. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. Quickly, being retouched to increase... Okay, I want to see pictures of it. Uh, yeah, so that was 1942, and that's definitely a big one. It is, and it's right. It's right before Roswell. Yeah, right. It's just Roswell a was what, like 45 or something. 46, like that? I believe. Man, that's crazy. So, I want to see what's up with this miracle of the sun, too. All right. Because right. <laughs> thousands of people... I remember hearing about this at some point. Uh, the prophecy was that the Virgin Mary would appear and perform miracles on the date, October 13th, 1917. Newspapers published testimony from witnesses who said they had seen extraordinary solar activity such as the sun appearing to dance or zigzag in the sky, careen towards earth, or emit multicolored light and radiant colors. The event lasted approximately 10 minutes. Did they all have, like, Kool-Aid? Yeah, right? Everyone's all high as fuck. But, I mean, like, look, look, there's the crowd. That could have happened because... That's a big fucking crowd, dude. Because <clears throat> uh, I heard a thing about the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. And that... They actually proved that in Salem during that winter, there was like an early freeze and it rotted all their crops and they got ergot on their crops, which is like a weird fungus. Yep. And it's it's a, like a, a hallucinogen. So these everyone was eating this shit, frying balls and was like, everyone's all these women are witches. Everyone's against us and started burning people and shit. We'll have to touch base on that at some point. Yeah. So, this could be a mass. It like, could be. It, psychedelic it, I mean, effect it, it, by something. It could be. But it's still, uh, it's pretty interesting. Catholic Church recognized it. Well, that's a little creepy. Mm -hmm. Catholic Church doesn't recognize shit. 
Uh, sudden temperature inversions. Well, yeah, if the sun's fucking moving. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> right? All right. I saw one down here in Sweden. What's going on in Sweden, the dude? The Foo Fighters, the band? Nah, I did. Oh, look at that thing. The Foo, the Foo Fighters um, were, yeah. Is that like racist? No. I don't know, Is it a racist name? Maybe, I don't know. Because it's like Japanese. I, I, I don't. Yeah, maybe. maybe dude. Um, let's go down to Sweden. <laughs> uh, UFO Memorial Anglo. Grotz Christensen reports seeing a flying saucer and its alien passenger. A model of it is now etched at the site. Erected at the site. Etched. Erected. I apologize. I'm half illiterate. Let's see that model, baby. Yeah, show me the model. <clears throat> well, that's fucking creepy, dog. Yeah. You just like cruising through this fucking park in the middle of nowhere in Sweden, and then you're all like, oh, look, we have a spaceship. Yeah. Holy shit. You know whose spaceship that kind of looks like a little bit? Huh? Nibblers. Yeah, it does, right? Uh, I wonder if that's where they got it from. I love how small this Wikipedia article is. Right? It's super teeny. <laughs> it's like, don't even worry about what happened over here, dude. Uh, so, yeah, 19... Uh, where was it? 1947. 47. We were both wrong by the date. This is the Roswell crash. Okay. <clears throat> we got... Uh, then we have a huge amount of shit popped up after that. Green fireballs. After Roswell, everybody thought that they saw something in the sky. Right. They were all like, I saw an alien. I mean, look at all of them that we have. I mean, there's also more people, but. What do we got in there? Go up. I like looking at these other countries because. Brazil. Brazil. Whoa. Both of my headphones are working. Really? Both, dude. You want me to wiggle it back to one? No, this is fine. Yeah? This is weird. Say something? What up? Oh, yeah, I only have one. Oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, That's magical. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil, France. Italy. Italy, right up there. That's the one I was looking at. Massive sighting at a stadium. Ooh. You know, it, uh, Italians in their football games. Mm -hmm. A football game between Farahana and was underway at the stadium when a group of UFOs traveling at high speed abruptly stopped over the stadium. Whoa. The stadium became silent as the crowd of around 10,000 spectators witnessed the event and described the UFOs as cigar-shaped. Dog. That's crazy. Sounds slightly familiar. We'll get into that soon. Suddenly stopping. Uh-huh. Yeah, that whole... So... Becoming silent. Yeah, it's a trip. All right. Yeah. So, and that's over a whole fucking stadium a whole, of people? A whole stadium. So the whole place. It's not like we had shit. Like, like what time is this? The uh, 50s. Yeah. Okay, it's not like we had, we had spaceships that could, like, jet over there and then be like, stop... But it looked like a blimp. We don't have that. Nobody has that. Do you remember the first time that you saw one of those helicopter planes where the propellers would uh, go like this? Oh, right. And it would like pick it up and then it would turn and then. Oh, take those off. trip me out, dude. Yeah. And then they had one in like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Oh. 
They did. Like San Andreas, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid, and I was like, wait. Because well, either you could take off forward yeah. and go hella fast, but you would need a runway. Yeah. Or you could take off up and then be able to get into tight spaces and shit, but you can't travel as fast. I always think of a helicopter going like 15 miles an hour at full speed. You know what I mean? No, they go a little faster case, than but that. But you I know think. what I mean? Yeah. In my head, it's like planes are at hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Planes are significantly are faster than helicopters. Scooting around. So I remember when I first saw that, I was like, what? That's possible? You can do that? Yeah, dude. That doesn't even make any sense. And I mean... uh, that's uh, that's those things. Yeah. They fly in. You could also fly in and then stop and hover. True. Very true. And that was like something that was released when I was a kid. Right. By our military. You're right. You're right. So. What we got in South Africa? Oh, yeah. You said we didn't even have any technology that could do that yet. And yeah. I was like, I know. Yeah, yeah. I remember. And then, yeah. I forgot why I was telling oh, you. Okay. No, long, I got why you were telling me. That long story about a plane. <laughs> uh, South Africa, Drakenberg. No, go up. Uh, Drakenberg. Drakensberg. A well-known photo you. series depicting a supposed UFO was taken on the 24th of July near Rosetta in the something region of photographer the photographer meteorologist meteorologist elizabeth clarer <laughs> uh claimed detailed adventures with the with an alien race besides having an alien lover akon akon mm-hmm. <laughs> her alien lover akon yeah her her alien lover akon who would have fathered her son ailing her son's name is ailing so wait, has an alien dad named Akon. Wait for what? What the fuck? And this is. Uh, so she took a bunch of pictures of this UFO and brought them back, and they were like, "Oh, you have pictures of a of something flying in the sky, a little dot." She was like, "Not only do I have pictures of that dot, I got, but a I have baby. a baby. <laughs> I, he came down. I hung out with them. We clicked we, a lot. We fucked. Yeah, we fucked." And then now I have a little alien baby that looks right. like a regular human. That's fucking weird. Uh, okay, well, how about Brazil? Oh, hold up, hold up. The got? Milton Torres 1957 UFO, East Anglia. Oh, okay. I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The UK. This is, this, you know, this seems to be the UK stepping in going like, wait a minute here. So this actually is a good foreshadow to our... To the end of the episode. Okay. A U.S. Air Force fighter pilot, Milton Torres, reports that he was ordered to intercept and fire on a UFO displaying very unusual flight patterns over East Anglia. Ground radar operators tracked what was believed to be an unidentified aircraft for some time before Torres's plane was scrambled to intercept. I need more on that, dude. Yeah. Like that that statement is so vague and misleading to what could have happened. Why is it Oh, that's weird. What? Check this out. What is it doing? I clicked on it. Milton Torres. Yeah. And it brings me right back here. To the list of UFO. Maybe it's been redacted from Wikipedia? 
trip on that one, eh? Yeah, that one has been redacted. So this is the first abduction claim, even though I would say that uh, this lady yeah, fucked dude. Akon is the first abduction. Yeah, for sure. Or was she not a... She was like, I had full cons- I gave him full consent. Was that like an Anunnaki situation where he was like, I'm just getting on there and checking it out? Yeah. Just checking or- it out. I'm not going to abduct you. But this... First abduction claim. Farmer Antonio Velas Boas claimed to have been abducted in Brazil. In Brazil. And examined by humanoid aliens while working in the fields at night. He also claimed to have had sex with an alien woman aboard the egg-shaped aircraft. Okay. Okie doke. And then uh, this is one of the this is one of the ones that I heard about. Okay. The Barney and Betty Hill. Barney and Betty Hill. They were... It was a widely publicized alien abduction. The Hill saw a flying disc while driving home in their car and later claimed that they were abducted and medically examined by small extraterrestrials. Crazy. Little tiny ones. Little well, bitty boys, huh? Yeah. And I wonder, what the, I wonder if the dog was involved. Nah, there's... They people who have wiener dogs really like their wiener dogs, dude. That's a big wiener dog too. Um, let's check out France. Uh, hmm. So peasant Maurice Massé saw a landed spherical object and was paralyzed by two gray-like. Gray alien-like occupants. So now we're kind of moving out of just seeing the UFOs to having interactions with yeah. them at this point. Well, I think now we're we're post Roswell, so people have this idea of the gray aliens in their head. Yeah. Now it's you know pop culture. We're in the '60s, so we got these Twilight Zones that are all out about it and everything. Right. And there's <laughs> pictures in newspapers. Bless you. And. People have that in their head already. So it's real easy to fabricate the same story. Something stood out down here. Men in black. United States. Kekiksburg, Pennsylvania. Kekiksburg UFO incident. Mass sightings of falling brilliant fireball dropping debris and causing sonic booms. Followed by cordoned off and probable crash site. Alleged information of a reported information of a reported by men in black and cover up and the unsolved death of said witness. Uh, Hitting a cover up in the point of somebody dies, a witness, the person who saw it died. And then they just kind of like nothing to see here. So, well, the minute this is the first time I saw men in black pop up. Let's click on that. And see what what we have pop up out of here because they down down slightly right there because they have a lot to do with UFO sightings. Yeah, it just gives us the Will Smith movie. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, men in black, supposedly men dressed in black suits who claim to be quasi government agents who harass, threaten, or assassinate UFO witnesses to keep them quiet about what they've seen. It's implied that they may be aliens themselves. It's also used to describe mysterious men working for unknown organizations in various branches of the government. 
So, yeah, you see the guys in black suits show up to mm-hmm. investigations and they do all their weird need-to-know basis type shit. If I'm correct, we might be able to do our an, a whole episode on the men in black. Yeah. Because I haven't seen them mentioned much in this, but when you go through a lot of photo evidence of UFOs and stuff. They're always around. They're always around. Mm-hmm. There's always someone standing around yeah. suited up. Yeah, no badge, no gun visible, black suit, sunglasses, and he's just uh, one of the cool agents. You uh-huh. Know what I mean? Like, did you see uh, when they were serving that warrant at uh, at Paul Flores' house? Yeah. Like a month or two ago? Do you see the cool FBI agent all walking out, and he just fucking all the way drip head to toe. Yeah. Like alligator shoes on and shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Especially he, you've been working hard on that case. Mm-hmm. He knows. He knows they're going to be taking pictures. News is going to be there. He's right. like, I'm fucking dressing up today. Now we're looking at Australia. So, I think... Uh... <laughs> Whoa. Um, 1966, Australia. Sightings reported of hundreds of people, witnesses of the Clayton incident. Still gather for reunions. Ooh. The Westfall UFO. The Clayton incident. Let's see what was this all about. Uh, April 6, 1966 in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Around 11 a.m. for 20 minutes, more than 200 students and teachers at two Victorian state schools allegedly witnessed an unexpected Unexplained flying object which descended into a nearby open wild grass field. The paddock was adjacent to a grove of pine trees in the area known as the Grange. According to reports, the object then ascended in a northwesterly direction over the suburb of Clayton, South Australia. So, this is another account of hundreds of people seeing this thing. Like teachers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, people that are in positions of authority currently taking care of these kids, like, they're also like, okay, yeah, something happened. That's we a trip over here. So, this is something that's been huge in pop culture forever, and we could see just more and more popping up. Soviet Union, North Europe. And Iran. Those are two I could be interested about. Same with Poland. And then one of the things that people bring up a lot <clears throat> right around now, we're getting into, you know, the 80s, 90s. Uh, p- people start having cameras. People have home video cameras. It becomes an accessible thing. Uh, people start getting phones with cameras on them. And like the sightings don't go up as much as you would think they would with everybody recording everything. Especially now within the past five, ten years, everyone's constantly recording. There's right there's still the same amount of questionable videos out there. But what's this whoa. That's a big one. Physical facts and a UFO sighting over a platoon in Germany. What's physical facts? I don't, I don't know, dude. We need to... The UFO sight. It's not... There's no markable... 
Yeah, it's given me all. Uh, it's given me like the city. Like when I go to click on it, it's like, you want the city? What is it? How do you spell this? P L A U E N. P L A U E N. Flying saucer. Oh, CIA.gov. Oh, hey there, dude. <laughs> I mean, it gives us right to the to the big boys right away. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, furnished with sworn testimony of an eyewitness, Oscar Link, 48-year-old German and former mayor. Intelligence officers have begun investigating a most unusual flying saucer story. According to the story, an object resembling a huge flying pan and having a diameter of about 15 meters landed in a forest clearing in the Soviet zone of Germany. Link recently escaped from the Soviet zone along with his wife and six children. Damn. Uh, while I was returning to my home with Gabriella... A tire of my motorcycle blew out near the town of Hasselback. While we were walking along towards Hasselback, Gabriella pointed out some thing which lay in the distance about 140 meters away. Since it was twilight, I thought she was pointing at a young deer. I left my motorcycle near the tree and walked towards the spot. When I reached the spot about 55 meters from the object, I realized that my first impression was wrong. What I had seen were two men who were now about 40 meters away from me. They seemed to be dressed in some shiny metallic clothing. They were stooped over and looking at something lying on the ground. What the fuck, dog? I approached until I was 10 meters from them. I looked over a small fence and noticed a large object whose diameter I estimated being 13 to 15 meters looked like a huge frying pan. They were two rows of holes about 30 centimeters in circumference, the space between the two rows about 0.5 meters. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, there. Oh, damn. Yeah, there's this, a lot more. This is not a small account. No. He has a whole interaction with these So why is this so redacted? Like why is this just like immediately redacted from Wikipedia? Yeah. But and then you type in the date and the town with UFO, and then you get FBI, like... Yeah, you get CIA documents. Yeah, CIA, like, unsealed documents. This is trippy, dude. Yeah. Uh, at this moment, my daughter, who had remained a short distance behind, called me. The two men must have heard my daughter's voice because they jumped on the conical tower and disappeared inside. I had previously noted that one of the men had a lamp on the front part of his body which lit up at regular intervals. The side of the object, which the holes had been opened, began to glitter. Its color seemed green, but later turned red. At the same time, I began to hear a slight hum. While the brightness and hum increased, the conical tower began to slide down into the center of the object. The whole object began to rise slowly from the ground and rotate like a top. It seemed to me as if it were supported by cylindrical plant, which had gone down from the top of the object through the center. And now it appeared from the bottom of the ground. Surrounded by a ring of flames was now a certain number of feet above the ground. The rate of climb became greater. At the same time, my daughter heard a whistling sound similar to that heard when a bomb falls. 
Dang, this shit's nuts. So, uh, that I would call that a extremely credible sighting. Wow, like <clears throat> a mayor, retired mayor of a German town. Yeah, and that's his eyewitness, like firsthand accounts. I wonder why is that? Why it's so big? Why is it so big? Yeah, I have no idea, dude. Just because it's like there's like no references to it. Yeah. Weird. So I think we should get into. I mean, the 21st century. That's a little. What what what's in Germany there? Two airline pilots on separate flights spot UFOs the coast of Aldemy, Turkey. UFO airship captured camera night watchman at Krugenberg. Two alien heads were obvious in the video. Fuck. Can you see that? Yeah, again, one you can't click on mm-hmm. from Turkey. figure that if it was a YouTube video, it would have just given it to me. Right. But it's like, no, click on these. Now click on this. Now click on this. Come on. Kumsgebergs. Uh. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Straight up. Focus, you can hear him. It's pretty crazy looking. That is pretty trippy looking. Because if you think, let, let, let's go with your common UFO, like saucer style ship, that's kind of where you would figure the cockpit would be. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you can see the rest of the shape there, kind of. Yeah, and you could see like the figure in there. See? Yeah, there's something in there. Yeah. Swoop. And it looks like someone else right here. Trip on that, dude. And this is 08. Yeah, so now that we have more and more cameras, then, you know, we are getting more things like this, but then it becomes easier to fake things and things get muddied up. Because, I mean, there's, like... The quality of footage we have is... Yeah. So low. And there's, like, film students whose job is to make videos that look real. Right. We're getting into... I mean, this is 08. Think, think about class projects alone. How many how many UFO videos are oh out there? Oh, my God, right? That you're like, hmm, did that happen? You know? And this could easily be... Think about if, if you and I were out on the porch you know, of your house and there was some light up on the top of the hill somewhere and we realized that if we zoomed in on it because it was cloudy and there was no stars, it looked like it was in the middle of the sky and it looked creepy. We'd be like, okay, well, let's act it out. Let's be like, what is that, dude? What is that? And zoom in on it all shaky. That makes sense. Makes 50 cents. So, 
I mean, a lot of these could be people doing that shit too. Right. But I have the most credible of credible, most credible ever. Oh, do you? UFO video. Do you? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, a lot of people might have heard of this, might have seen this, and this is the TikTok or uh, Tic Tac, not TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's not TikTok, dude. Is it Tic Tac or the Gimbal or the GoFast? All right, here. You know what? Just <clears throat> start it over. Let's do Let's do the full thing. Okay. T- take your time and watch this video along with us and see see what we see. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh, I think, dude. That's not an LNS though, is it? It's not. It is an LNS, dude. Well, if there's a like thing, thing, it's rotating. This is a separate video. Whatever it is, it is hauling ass right over the ocean. Yeah. Like I'm my my guess would be a half mile over the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just rip it, dude. So this was uh this was a navy pilot that well this was three separate instances. One in 2004, 2005. And then one in 2015, or the other two in Well, no, that's only two of them. That was only two videos, my dude. Yeah, well, these are, there was three documented similar to this by the, I think this last thing is the original video. So this is, uh, okay, okay. It was kicking into the third video. This is the other one, and then it's kicking into the third one at the end. So, this is captured by the by the United States Navy out there, and there was some sort of object that they wanted to investigate that they saw on radar, so they went out there. This is the 2015 encounters. Okay. They went out there to go check it out and found this, you know, uh, tic-tac-shaped or egg-shaped or cigar-shaped, all these things that we've been hearing all day. Yeah, and it was uh, it was moving, it was scooting fast, and it does this whole rotate thing. This is a trip. Yeah, the the fact now, as Mikey was saying, things can do this, and if you look, look, look at the clouds beneath it. Kind of pay attention to it and the clouds at the same time. Yep, slows down significantly. It stops almost. It almost stops. There's movement going on, but that's from the aircraft that we're viewing it from. See? Now, we're still moving, but it has almost come to a Mm -hmm. complete stop. Compared to how fast the clouds are zipping by right here. 
So this thing isn't following the the laws of physics. There's they're also looking at it on an infrared camera. There's no exhaust, no sort of thrust or heat signature or anything like no, that. No, there's a small heat signature coming off of it, but yeah. other than that, in all directions, it looks like. Yeah, not behind it. There's no tail, like like a comet. No, it looks like, like it's putting off a heat signature. Yeah, and it moved crazy altitudes. It went from like ten thousand feet to a hundred feet in seconds. Went, you know, miles in seconds. It was all of a sudden back by the ship that they came from. That was 20 miles away. Yeah. And this was leaked. And then right in the beginning of the coronavirus thing, the lockdown and everything getting crazy, uh, the Pentagon came out with a statement saying that you, it was like UFOs are real. Pentagon says UFOs are real. Yeah. It was them saying that this video, it's legit. That these videos are from them. They're not doctored in any way. And it's something unexplained. They still don't know what it is. And it literally was an object that defied the laws of physics. And we can't explain. Yeah, no, it's a, it, it's, it's a big trip. Which, like you were saying, is a crazy thing for a government to say. To say, hey, there's something out here that we don't understand, and it's flying around. It's in the sky. It could fucking come fly over your house any day, and we wouldn't know what to do. Right. You know? And. (sighs) What? (laughs) Okay. For those of you who are longtime listeners of Natural Habitat Podcast, uh, if you go way back with me and Mikey... Uh, I'm sure you've heard this and I'm sure we've gone over it at certain points, but this is kind of what this episode has been working up to. And yeah, <laughs> both of us, both of us get slightly nervous when we talk about this and it's because we ourselves have witnessed a UFO of sorts. Yeah. I don't remember physically putting my eyes on it. I don't think you did either. No. And that's what scared us more than anything. Yeah. But uh, there's a time that me and Mikey witnessed it. It's so weird. It's so hard to like it is. start. This <laughs> it is. It is. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I don't even know how many years ago it was at this point. That's kind of important. Because I've been gone since... It's 2020, I've been gone for five years. 2015 is when I moved up there. It had to have been... It had to have been like... 2010? 2011? Somewhere around there? We'll say close to 10 years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. I want to say. It's been quite a while. Yeah. So. I want to say, because, yeah, it was like, uh, we definitely had the experience and then had a bunch of time to sit with it before you moved away. It wasn't like right before you moved away. Yeah, no, not by any means. And I think it was before my mom. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what your mother did. It's not what his mother did. No, it's not. It's not. 
died is what I meant yes. to say. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. <laughs> you said build it up so fucking high, dude. Why, why are yeah, you? Why, I want to say no, it was. No. So, <laughs> I want to say it was like 2010. Okay, around there. We'll go with 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around this time of year, close coming up. Yeah, coming up close about to this a month time from now. Yeah. So locally, we we have a large fair in the summer mm-hmm. that happens. And uh, it brings in a lot of traffic, not just from, like, a couple of local towns, but, like, from quite a distance away, people come in for the week or the weekend or whatever. Yeah. So the last night of this fair, we go up to, a, you know, an old road overlooking a busy road so we can go smoke, you know, just enjoy watching all this traffic go down, bullshit, do whatever. So on our way down to this road, we decide to pull off on a separate road first. You know, like, we'll, we'll, we'll find some cool road to go smoke on. You know, maybe not go there right now because it's super busy. I always forget busy. this part of the story. Right? The only reason I keep, I know this part of the story, I keep remi- remembering this part of the story right now is because I keep driving by the road. So I'm driving by this road, and we pull over on it. We drive all the way out. It's a dead-end road, and it goes up a canyon up to the top of the mountains on the other side of the canyon and kind of like dead ends. Maybe 20 houses out there altogether. Um you know, country houses, people have money out there, kind of, you know, nice area. So we're out there driving and it's dark. Everything's pitch black, not late at night, no, you know, big moon or anything. And we're bumping music, acting a fool and doing whatever we're doing. And we get all the way out to the end and we park. And I don't know if we rolled something. Or- I remember we had to drive through a guy's house, like pretty much. Yeah, through his like. And everything was, his everything yard was off and closed up. And we yeah. had to, he had like his whole house, which was like three feet from the road his front door yeah and then on the other side was like a barn or some sort of like extra house or something like that yeah and that was also close so you had to drive literally right through his property Mm -hmm. you're just out in the woods and then you're just driving through this guy's place so we had to creep through there finally get down to the end and we're like fuck we're inconveniencing all these people well no not really (laughs) like we're sitting up there and we're like we shouldn't be a bother to anybody and we're smoking and we start to smoke is what happens and then somebody turns their lights on, like a house, yeah. like all the way up at the end, turns their lights on. And we're like, ah, fuck. Like, you know, shit, we got to go. So we get going down. I'd say what, like five of the houses, like the houses you see that you come up across while you drive down the road. All their lights are on. Doors are open. Mm-hmm. Like we just drove up this road 10 minutes ago. Yeah, not a goddamn thing's going on here. We're like, how is everyone alerted? To yeah, us? everybody's alerted. So you know, we're we're like, oh shit, country. You know, like, fuck, mm-hmm. shouldn't be out here. Then we go back through that guy's house. We're like, fuck, we gotta drive through this dude's yeah. house again. You know what I mean? We drive through there. His lights also on. His doors open, and his windows open. And I remember he had windows that like swung out. Yep. They weren't like you Those know old slide up. windows. Yeah, they were the old swing out shutter style windows, and I remember it was tight. They were open on both ends, and we had to squeeze through. It was to where we had like inches of clearance from your mirrors to the windows. Yeah, I remember that, and we were like, "Why is this so?" And as we were going through hella slow, we're just right here in the light, lit up in this guy's house. No one to be seen. Yeah, no one. Yeah. Not a nobody, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time. So not a UFO, but just a weird, right. weird thing. We we weren't even like super weirded out about it at the time. Yeah. We were like more like, oh, fuck, we're in trouble. We need to get out of here. But looking back, we definitely did get pushed out of that area. Yeah. So, so you know, we, we get back onto the freeway and we drive another fuck, two miles 
and get to this dirt road. And it overlooks this other road, and you can see all the traffic from this spot we know. And so we come down, we, we get into our parking spot, we're sitting there. We had music on, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, we had music on, we're watching cars go down the grade. We light a blunt. Were we smoking a blunt, or was we smoking a bowl? Uh, no, I think, yeah, we were smoking a blunt, and we had, we maybe, I think we rolled the blunt out at the end of that road. Yeah, that's how I remember it. We rolled we the blunt, smoke it out there. We didn't get time to light it, so then we drove out up to the old grade, and we were doing. This was a whole like stony drive. We were going to a place to sesh, so we're like, we yeah, that's the point of what we were thing. doing. Yeah. Let's go get hot. That's what you do when you live in a footloose town. Yeah. You know? So we got up there, and we were like, finally, we could smoke this blunt, right? Yeah. Light the blunt. I remember. I mean, we had been driving around all night trying to. Go smoke. So it's not like we lollygagged to light this blunt. We lit it right away. Yeah, no, we, we, we got there and lit up. Mm-hmm. And we were mid blunt. Like maybe mid, maybe mid towards blunt. the end of it, we were still smoking it. Yeah. When it happened. Now we're sitting in your little truck. What kind of truck was that? It was a little Nissan. Little pickup. Nissan. Little itty bitty Nissan pickup. So if you know these trucks, they're small. Mm-hmm. Like me and him are sitting really close to each other. And we're sitting there. And the best. The best way I can explain what it was, was like the most perfect sphere of light. Like it looked. Hold on. You skipped a part. What? Did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So we're sitting there smoking. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've known Mikey my whole life. We're sitting there smoking. And this motherfucker looks at me and I can't even remember what it was. Like that's how out of character it was. I'm not even sure it was English. Like, dude looked at me and said something fucking weird. Yeah, and I remember every detail about that night, and I don't remember what I said. But I remember I said we were smoking, and, you know, we were just high, hanging out, and I kicked my chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were just high, hanging out, and, you know, I'll, we'll say goofy stuff. like Yeah, you know. But it wasn't one of those. No. It was something that made you go, what? It offended me. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. I knew I, the, the, that was the feeling I had immediately. Was like I was offended by what you said. I remember the creepiest way that I remember you describing it was that it was like somebody was in the car with you doing a Mikey impression. Yeah, like somebody was like, "Hey, I'm Mikey," like that kind of. Yeah, I mean, it like like, I'm, like huh? I'm, I'm feeling extremely uncomfortable right now. Then you said what, and then <laughs> I said what. No, like I looked at you and I'm like, the yeah. fuck did you just say? Like what? And then I was like, what? What? Do you, what? And that's when it happened. And then the light happened. Yeah. And and like I said, like the most perfect cylindrical like sphere. And I don't know why that was so important to me, but I felt like it was more than just the light on the ground. Does that make sense? So when I see this and I look down, I look out the window onto the ground and what I see is a slight undulation like the smallest movement mm-hmm. of this this light and and i saw it on my hood and then i could see the bushes right in front of the car mm-hmm. and those were not lit up at all but my hood had like a bright bright i remember it was like a blue bright like one of those like thousand candle light yeah. lumens flash like spotlights it was like an unbelievable bright just light right everything on was so lit up at that point like the inside of the truck was just lit up mm-hmm. the whole then, truck lit up and then i saw it shift also 
mm-hmm. because I had my antenna on the hood of my car so I could see the shadow of my antenna like real tiny next to it so it was above it. Yeah. And I saw it go and shift over and then cut. And then we were just left in the darkness. And and, and we, we both looked up, right? Like yeah. I, I stuck my head out of yeah, the truck. Yeah, we immediately were like. And this is the trip. Is it happened for a matter of three to four seconds, mm-hmm. right? Like it was such a quick time. I thought it was immediately. I thought it was a helicopter spotlight. Yeah. Right. That's what it looked like. It looked like a helicopter. Boom. Yeah. And I mean, we could hear the cars going up and down the freeway. We're in this little canyon. Yeah. So we would have heard a helicopter. Oh, God. Right yeah. above us. And the hill was behind us at a slant, but there was no like cliffside directly. There's above no. Us. There's, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. The angle of the light would have been off. Yeah. The bushes in front of us would have been all lit up. Yeah. It would have been. So weird light thing. Right. Uh, immediately we get the fuck out of there. We start the car immediately, pull out. I remember we went down instead of up, and we were hauling ass down the old grade. Because the purpose of going down instead of up was that way when we were driving back up the grade, we could look over there. Yeah, we wanted to scope it out Yeah, and see what was going on. So uh, we go back up, nothing. It's pitch black over there. Yeah. We, I remember it was a super weird, like uneasy drive because we weren't like, oh, what was that? Was that an alien? Was that a, you know? No, 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 no. We thought it was a cop. Yeah. And we were just kind of like quiet and just drove back. We were looking for a cop car. We were looking Mm -hmm. for a helicopter. And then when we hit. Well, one of the points I wanted to make when, when the light was happening, we didn't mention anything to each other. Yeah. We didn't say, hey, look at that. Or anything, but we we had this look. We looked at each other and had this unspoken like, "The fuck are we looking at?" Like moment, and that's when it went off. Yeah. So we're to, to the top of grade, driving back up the grade. Also, one other thing that we left out was the timing, because this was during the fair. Yep. Like you said, I had just gotten off of work, mm-hmm. so I got off around you know. 10 30 11 came and picked you up we got to the top of the grade at around midnight a little later oh yeah because we went out to the road the other road and the fair gets out at midnight Uh and we were specifically going there at that point to watch the fair traffic and it was the last line of the go down and to watch the traffic like we're like uh, the freeway will be all packed and we saw all the cars and shit yep so we got up there you know 12 31 we were there for a blunt, a half a blunt, yeah. 15, 20 minutes tops before this happened. Yeah. And when we hit the exit to get off on Margarita, we noticed that it was 4 a.m. Yep. It was like 3.45, almost 4. And we realized that we lost this huge chunk of time. And it was an unexplained thing that happened that night. Yeah. And then we didn't even know until a couple years later about uh, about our holes, about the holes. About the holes. About the holes. We didn't even find out about the holes until yeah. a couple years later. That we both have these holes on our legs that are just open and don't heal up. So, <laughs> you know, best friends and all. Yeah. I got this weird thing on my leg and I've like cut at it and I've like tried to burn it, you know. Yeah, I've, I've even tried to like cut it out. Nah, nothing happened to it. Yeah. So I come to Mike. I'm like, Mike, check this thing out. I got this thing. It's fucking weird. It's been bogging me. You know, 
Is this genital herpes? Yeah. Like, and I'm just like straight face looking at you, like having you like tell me the story, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then I almost like just as a relief, like, hey, like I have that too. Don't even worry, I got one of those. It just so happens to be on the same place, yeah, on the same leg. But yeah, I have one of those. Yeah, and it does all the same things. And then we realized that they popped up around the time of this light thing. And there's a lot of stories of abductions and uh, what are they called? Probes. Yeah, like in the holes, the like so, the insertion holes. Probes. Probes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you again another one of those subjects where you actually have to look into and study about it. But if uh, if if the only thing you know about alien probes is buttholes, mm-hmm. you're far you're far from informed. Um, the most common place for an abduction probe to be placed in a human body is an Achilles tendon. Yeah, which is where where our holes where are. our holes are, and um, we started realizing over the years that you know like they'll they'll flare up. You know, like it fills with uh, with like some fatty stuff. Yeah. And it almost like needs to be popped like a pimple. But it's not. And it's not. And uh, it's also it almost has like a like tiny, tiny bot fly qualities. But there's no bot fly. In yeah, there. no, there's nothing. It almost seems like there's something in there that, you know, how like the hole won't close up. So it'll keep getting oxygen. Yeah. But. They, you know, they'll get dry and flaky and they'll mm-hmm. get swollen and they'll get irritated and it seems to all happen like around the same time like yep. you started calling me and being like hey my leg hole's weird and I'd be like is it itchy and like scaly and flaky cause mine's been doing that for like two God. weeks <laughs> I have a feeling talking about this is just gonna make it like yeah it does and it's flare weird up and-, and it's weird it's weird to bring up because it sounds so dumb to be like oh I got an abduction hole well okay weird, so check it out weird thing me, me and my wife when we first got together were like laying in bed and she's like rubbing me down or something I don't remember what she was doing and she's like goes over my leg and she's all what what like is that you got like a scab back here and she like goes to pick at it and i like slapped her hand and i'm like no don't touch that she's all what is that i'm all like i just it's like a thing <laughs> it's like a thing i have yeah just the thing yeah where i've been probed mm-hmm. you know so that's, that's an interesting yeah. conversation to have with somebody mm-hmm. so it uh this stuff hits close to home, and it's weird yeah. that all of these, you know, alleged things that people have seen throughout the years have now been, you know, solidified by the government. They're like, hey, this is a real thing that we don't know what it is, so imagine how many of these other things that we went over were legit. Well, that's it. It's, it, it, it you know, there's a lot of us out here, and, and, and I guess you could call us the collective of believers, mm-hmm. but the collective of believers know there is... There is no feasible way there's not intelligent life yeah. outside of this planet. Like, if you really think that we're the one in one trillionth whatever chance that could ever be life is only us, then you really need to look into some shit. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, if you look at us and how advanced and civilized we are, and we have all this, we have Wi-Fi and bouncing everything around through the cloud and shit. Yeah. Well, think about how if you look at the earth and space in the grand scheme of the universe, which is infinite. Yeah. And you think about us shooting off in rockets and all the Apollo missions and 
all these little things that like here's the here's the surface of the earth and we've gotten like to here. And yeah. the universe goes forever. So yeah, it's like, so like if, if this is Earth, you know, like we're hitting Pluto. How do we expect other like right people? Here, right? Yeah. But the issue with that is if you're looking at it in that concept, then people are looking at this room as the galaxy. You can't put a fucking limit on on, on, on like space like yeah. that. Yeah. This room is the it's the solar system, the solar system. And the galaxy is the galaxy. Yeah. Everything outside is the galaxy and it goes forever and ever. Yeah. And to think that. In all the time that we've had, which is a short amount of time, and how advanced we've become, and we still can barely make it out of our gravity. Oh, for sure. So we can't even get close to thinking about getting out of the gravity of our sun. How? So it's like, you know, why do we think that other, that aliens are just zipping around? There's probably hella civilizations just like us that can't get away. What's the furthest a human being has been from the planet Earth? Uh, I actually know the answer to that. Okay. And that is not... Buzz Aldrin and not Neil Armstrong. Okay. But the third astronaut that was on the ship, whose name is not remembered, but he was the farthest away from the Earth because he stayed in the capsule, the lunar module, oh, and around. went around orbit, and he went around the dark side of the moon, which was farther away from where they were. Do we have a distance on that? Uh, farther than them. I don't know. <laughs> should look the distance up real quick because I want to compare that. To how deep we've gone in the Earth. So the moon is 2,338 miles away. Okay, so we've definitely gone further in space than we have in our own Earth. Yeah, significantly further. Okay. So. Man. Yeah, that's a trip. That's crazy that it's uh, it's only 238,000 miles away. I mean, what what else is 238,000 miles from us? 239 miles. 2,300. Right? I, fuck, I don't know. How, 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 what else is that far away from us? Like, is that around the planet? Uh, no. No. Not even, right? What, like the like the diameter of Earth? Yeah, like how how big is the United States miles wise? Uh, diameter of Earth is seven thousand miles. So yeah. Uh, what what's what's California to New York in miles? That's what I was doing. <laughs> My guy. Uh, California to New York in miles. 3,000 miles. Yeah. So, I mean, like, think about that. I've driven 2,000 miles before to go to Illinois. And the moon is only uh, 230,000 miles away. That's fucking crazy, dude. It's right there, too. It's It's right the fuck there. Go out there and look at it. It's crazy. It's right there. It's right there. That's nuts. I never realized how close it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so trip out, dude. I think that I think that it's cool that we have a definitive answer on this that UFOs are real. 
factually and there has been actual footage that's undoctored that is out showing these crafts that move in a way that we can't understand which is fascinating that's crazy I love it facts <laughs> facts you got anything to throw in I'm I'm just still in awestruck about this I remember the first time I saw a UFO sighting I remember how it made me feel I remember learning about Roswell. I remember learning about everything. I remember dealing with the incident we had. Mm-hmm. And to this day, to finally see the U.S. government say, hey, check it out, guys. You're not that fucking crazy. Yeah. Kind of makes me feel a little better. Mm-hmm. Thanks, big brother, for letting us know <laughs> that they're real. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Right. Peace. Natural Habitat Recording.